Hello, my fellow nerds, and welcome to The Captain's Quarters, the Star Trek rewatch podcast where we are rewatching the entire Star Trek franchise starting at the beginning of the timeline. Today, we're talking about Star Trek Enterprise Season 3, Episode 3, called Extinction. My name's Gabe, and I'm with my co captain, Jason. Make it so, Jason. Hey, buddy, how are you? Fantastic. You know, we can go twice as high tonight, so. That's right, because yeah. LeVar Burton directed this. Yes, sir. This. Yes, sir. This was a very sci fi episode, Jason. Mm hmm. So, the Enterprise, um, they have. In the, remember in the last episode, they were trying to decipher where the marauders um had had encountered some zindi they yep they had cracked the zindi like computer um and now they're basically trying to like um so so when they did that they determined that the zindi that the marauders had attacked had visited this nearby planet so they decided to go yep. to this planet to see what's mm -hmm. going on mm -hmm. yeah um so uh Archer and T'Pol um travel down to the surface with Reed. No, it's sorry, with it's, Reed um, and Sokka. Yeah, right? it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the four go. of them, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. So they discover a Zindi shuttle and two dead crewmen. Mm -hmm. One of one of whom has been incinerated. And at yep. the, the top of the episode, the the tease at the top. They actually show a guy, a Zindi, uh, getting incinerated by these like flamethrower wielding spacesuit wearing um, military guys, commando yep. guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a little disturbing to yeah. see flamethrowers, um, and then obviously you know, and then to hear the the victim, you know, screaming out. That was. I was like, oh, okay, we're going there. Yeah, that was that was, was pretty like, cool. Wow. All right, and so I'm not sure if they were Zindi or they've been altered. And I say altered because I don't want to give away. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the thing I'm reading online says it was a Zindi shuttle. Oh, okay. So they so they must have been Zindi who were altered. Okay. Okay. So the reason I said it was a very sci-fi episode is so on this planet, there is a a DNA altering virus mm -hmm. where it infects you, but it changes you into a species. And this species, who they were going extinct, hence why the episode's called Extinction. And so their the way of surviving their own extinction was to create this virus that had mm -hmm. their genetic code so that they could infect other species and thus that was their way of like procreating um it's pretty strange and so um while they're down there the while the the enterprise crew is down there they get infected by this virus 
and very quickly Archer, Sato, and Reed transform into the into a different humanoid species. Um, and it and they lose. It's not just a physical transformation. Like it's literally like their consciousness, their 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 mind. They become different people altogether. Uh, so to Paul, being a Vulcan is not affected. Later on, Phlox tells us because her K cells, I think he says, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is apparently a component of the Vulcan immune system, uh, combats the virus. Yep. And so... So she basically yeah. physically only has those, like, bulgy ridges on the side of her head for the right. episode. Right, exactly. So she... They, because they're they're new people, they are like treating T'Pol as a hostile at first, yep. and so they like literally get into a physical altercation. Um, she's able to communicate with Archer because of his universal translator. Um, and so one feature of their transformation is that they have this overwhelming instinct to reach a city called Urquat. And so, like, when Archer falls asleep and he dreams, he dreams of visiting this sort of underground metropolis, which um, was very poorly CGI'd because they showed the dream. (laughs) It looked like it looked like a, um, a really old video game, like, yes, rendering. It it showed its age for sure. (laughs) It for sure. It's kind of like, for any of you sports games fans, it's kind of like playing NHL or FIFA 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003 in that era compared to now. It's a, yeah. <laughs> it's like playing any video game, you know, comparatively from then to now and how much technology has changed. Right. And, you know, they've, they've had other... CGI um, environments, cities mm-hmm. before that didn't look that mm-hmm. bad. It had something to do with this one being underground. It was the lighting. It yeah. just looked weird. Yeah. And I wonder if that was also done on purpose because it, um, it was a dream sequence. Because cause you bring up a great point. All the other CGI effects on the show have been pretty good. Like when they um, show Kronos even- or whatever. It looks right. pretty good. Yeah, it looked really good. And so I was like, and again, to your point, I was wondering if that was because it was a, a dream sequence um, that they made it into like this blurry, fuzzy, that kind of effect. But I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, either way. Yeah. Uh, um, so uh, Tucker and the, the Makos go down remember the makos are the uh delta force commando military team on board the enterprise for this uh delphic expanse journey they go down daniel day kim <laughs> they go down uh to paul was able to communicate back to the enterprise what's going on like hey they these guys got infected with something um i'm sticking with them but you know wear your biohazard suits because you don't want to get this um Oh, and doesn't does she send a sample of the genetic code transmitted up to Flocks? 
beforehand. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So so he has he kind of knows what's going on. That and that's yeah. so they go down with biohazard suits. They capture Reed and bring him back to the Enterprise. Um and but Sato and Archer and T'Pol get away. Um so that's when Phlox determines what's going on. It's a mutagenic virus. Um and uh, that's how we know what's going on. So eventually two containment ships arrive and they uh, demand access to the Enterprise in order to stop the virus that killed millions of their people 60 years earlier. Tucker refuses but invites their leader Tret aboard. Tret explains that the original inhabitants of the planet, the Lokiki, created the virus in an effort to continue their species Believing it impossible to cure, he sends a team to the planet's surface to neutralize Archer and Sato. Archer leads Sato into Palta Urquat, but they find it in ruins. Tucker beams down with the team of Makos and rescues them. Enterprise warps away, but the alien ships pursue and attack the ship. Tucker asks Trek to allow Phlox more time to synthesize an antidote uh, using T'Pol's. DNA. Uh, but Tret refuses. Before he can board the ship, Phlox arrives with Archer and Sato, now mostly restored, and promises Tret a sample. Later, as Phlox plans to destroy the last vial of the virus, Archer tells him to keep it as uh, to keep it as the last remnant of a near extinct species. So, um, just this containment ship thing, Jason. Mm-hmm. In um, two episodes ago, I was saying how um, testing my memory. <laughs> yeah. Well, just like like I thought, I thought the setup for the expanse was gonna be just a, a horror picture. I thought it was gonna be like a strange, oh, a strange yeah. sort of um, supernatural force. Yeah. That that was sort of intangible and like was going to be like haunting them and like mysteriously inverting them anatomically stuff like that. And then we get there and no, it's just about it's it's a uh it's just um squabbling like a council and um people fighting over resources. And it was just a lot of very like mundane conflicts. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought this these this containment ship was exactly that in my in my opinion. It's like, oh, this expanse is this mysterious place that the Vulcans don't know anything about, and they won't go into. The Klingons won't go there. The humans know nothing about it. It's going to be this whole other, basically alternate universe. Yeah, and yet there's like these well-established like governments and uh, societies and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't want to be too much the, of the prequels there for you, buddy. I don't want to be the one who always. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've come to I've come to realize I'm the the nerd who like gripes about things. Like I'm uh-huh. the, I'm the gripey one. Um, and. And just yeah, like I said, like I said in that episode, two episodes ago, just um, it's just something that happens in fiction. Um, you you build up the suspense, you build up the 
the imagination of 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 what the monster is mm-hmm. and then when you actually the v- reveal the monster it's like silly and not scary yeah so it's the build-up that's scary and the reveal yeah. is not so you know it's it's nothing new but we're not we're not at star trek voyager just yet so what's up with that one? <laughs> oh, um so the so not only is the USS Voyager trapped in the Delta Quadrant, but they find fluidic space. You know, they they and they find these pretty nasty uh pretty aggressive aliens that inhabit fluidic space. So it's a little bit so that's why when we started this season, I was like, oh, this kind of reminds... The Delphic Expanse kind of reminds me of a little bit of, like, exploring the Delta Quadrant or, you know, or fluidic space from Voyager. So it's kind of, you know, so it's kind of repeating itself a little bit, but, you know. Cool. But, yeah, no, I... I but, they yeah, live, your point. They live in... in um in hyperspace or uh subspace they yeah live. so they live in no it's a it's a it's it's a separate it's a separate part of the galaxy but the space is fluid it's quote-unquote made of um a fluidic liquid kind of substance interesting so okay. it's that's hence the name fluidic space but it's not in it it's not i wouldn't say it's in another dimension mm-hmm. it's just another unexplored part of our of the of our own galaxy more or less are ships able to fly through this fluid? yeah 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 not very well but yes weird yeah <laughs> looking forward to that um okay well so i don't i don't know like I, I was expecting a lot, like a, a lot of like uh, like horror elements in the uh-huh. season, and we had basically none of that. Not just, yet, yeah. <laughs> so, which is fine, whatever. Um, I, I, but I do I do care less about the organizations in the Delphic Expanse because, like, for me, I'm always like when we're in in the other parts of space. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking for the tie-ins with like, with like the Vulcan Society or the Cleon Society, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and these these other these new groups, um, they're sheltered from that, and I just care about them less. So yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I don't know. So I was gonna say this episode, you know, it wasn't. It was kind of a rehash. It definitely had elements of next generation episodes called like, you know, transformation, um, in which LeVar Burton, you know, is infected by, uh, is infected by, I think it was a virus or something of that nature and it transformed him into another alien. And then it reminded me of another Star Trek, the next generation episode, TNG, uh, called Genesis, where they've also been infected by a mutagen or a virus of some sort. And so this is kind of like... And then Voyager, there was an episode called Threshold, which was very similar. So 
it just kind of this kind of has been done before in the other iterations of the franchise and I'm and and it just it was kind of a lackluster I mean kind of an episode I'm like Mm -hmm. okay yeah not you know not great but right you don't have to take my word for it right I I thought the same thing it was kind of a throwaway and that's why I said it was hardcore sci-fi just yeah yeah we're just and, and it was it definitely was but it's just you know it's just it was just done before mm-hmm. in the other iterations of the franchise that Rick Berman and I think Brandon Braga had been part of in the other two iterations and so it was kind of the same I, I will say that I, I will say that I, I, I applaud Jolene Blaylock I thought she was excellent in this episode i thought that there was she to paul was incredibly um sympathetic and she made the character credit you know there was she lended a lot of credibility to her character Mm -hmm. um in this episode i wish they would take her out of the skin tight cat suit i might be in the minority on that but i'm like come on this again (laughs) Yeah. And then I will say the 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 makeup was pretty cool for the Loka Ek or Loki Key, um, you know Sato, Reed, and Archer what they mm-hmm. become. Right. I thought that was pretty good makeup. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I agree, for sure. And um, <clears throat> I really thought uh, Bakula and the other two. Sato and and uh, and Reed. I thought they acted their asses off. Yeah, for like, sure. Like I thought, I thought Bakula was unrecognizable. Sure. Yeah. Just like like the noises he was making and the things he was saying, he was mm-hmm. like his voice was higher and to the point where like you you could never convince me that was Scott Bakula. Right, if, right, if right. I didn't know sure, it. sure. So. And what do you think of the ending? Yeah, so I liked it because, you know, I told you last time, I'm losing faith in Archer just with his temperament and just uh, his sort of bending of his, his moral code. But um, to me, that, that brought a lot of it back. The fact that he took the uh, the high road, um, the moral high road, and uh, said, you know, keep the last remnant of this near-extinct species just because it's like, you know, just because they almost killed us. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I don't want to be responsible for their extinction, so. Right. Oh, uh, that was cool. What about you? What do you think? The same. Uh, I The only thing I would add to that was, I thought Flock's, his conclusion to, like, destroying the last vial of the virus, um, and considering it incredibly dangerous when you have to Paul, you know, you've, you've already, you already have the antigen, right? Mm-hmm. And you already have the, you can already bring them back. Um, I was just a little surprised that he would want to destroy it. 
Yeah, that he didn't think it through like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was really surprising to me of, of his character, but I guess they needed um I guess they needed a counter to Archer's, you know, yeah, save it to right. to your point. <clears throat> and I feel like it's always those two who are debating which road to take. Yeah. Um <laughs> Which species do we uh, hasten the uh, an- annihilation, the extinction yeah. of? <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is at least the third time that yeah. those two have had that debate. So, <laughs> um, well, um, I don't know. Yeah. Like, do you think these containment ships, do you think that was some larger organization or do you think it was just that system uh do you think we'll see these people again like do you think they have jurisdiction in other parts of the expanse i i i don't know and i and i don't even want to hazard a guess um just because this again i think was one of those one-off episodes that i that I, I I'm not I'm not entirely sold that we will see them again. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. Okay. And but then d- did it, we did we find anything out? So we know that those the Zindi at least that were on the shuttle we know they perished. Did we find mm, anything else out about? No. The and and my guess is that it was. Because it, it was funny to me that these that this species had warp capabilities and yet they resorted to flamethrowers to incinerate <laughs> these people. I was, I was a little <laughs> confounded by that. I was like, you can go to warp because you can obviously keep up with the, the Enterprise and chase them down and you have some pretty uh, advanced weaponry. Like, I think they were firing some sort of torpedo <laughs> <laughs> and they resorted to like flamethrowers. Flamethrowers. And yeah. they they couldn't and their medical research technology I mean the 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 fact that they resorted to basically genocide. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh I was Yeah, I, I think I was just taken I don't know. I was just led down a like mental rabbit hole with this like species. I'm like, wow, pretty advanced, warp capable, advanced weaponry, and yet medical sciences it hasn't you know. And then finding, I mean, to come to the conclusion that you're just gonna wipe out mm-hmm. all those people that were infected instead of leaving them be to now be you know instead of you know, being what they were before they were infected to becoming uh, the loka ek, the loka ek mm-hmm. is what I I don't know. Um, I don't understand why they wouldn't just let them be and just like leave them there on loka ek and to be so brutal. I I couldn't get over the brutality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a little jarring, and that's a great point. Like, 
why touch down on the planet just to torch some of right. them? Right. Like, yeah. And I and I yeah. think they're the ones who torched ERCOT, to be honest. I don't know that for certain. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Two days later, I'm still having, yeah. you know, like, wow, these people were brutal. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but, but, like, when... When the when Tret came onto the Enterprise, he was relatively civilized. It, he was very civilized and relatively yeah. relatively mm-hmm. cordial. Mm-hmm. So it's it's stuff like that where I feel like it's like it goes back to what I was saying, where we were set up for this one, um, one idea of what the the expanse would be, but then it's it's filled with something else. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess the one thing that does unite three episodes in is just it is um pretty brutal. Like you know, like the first the first colony there was slavers. The next one, marauders. Now mm-hmm. we have g- genocide. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess in that regard, it's it is kind of living up to. To what I thought it's just it's just not the mysterious you know we don't go there the last time someone went there they came right. back and they were inverted it was like right 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 you're you're looking for a little bit more of the I don't know what I was looking for I just just I don't know it seems a little they, they did you're the ba- bait and switch the outer rim territories kind of deal yeah exactly yeah yeah so i don't know man anything else you want to talk about with this one um no i'm good they Are, they did more think... of the uh the vulcan neur- neuro pressure thing yeah with, um, yeah with um tucker and to paul yep which so if you know it seems like and so Tucker says, people are starting to talk. They're seeing me come to your quarters, and they're assuming it's something more. Sure. Um, and, you know, it's just for Tucker's insomnia. But at this point, it seems like without a doubt, the show is, is leading up to something more between the two. Mm-hmm. And they're I agree. doing a very slow play towards whatever that is. Yes. So... Um, we'll have to watch that. I don't know. See what happens there. But it's also like, it's also weird because, um, so if T'Pol were to apply pressure to Trips back, mm-hmm. I can believe, because it looks like she's just massaging him, right? Yeah, 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 so, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, right, 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 right. I, I can believe because of the Vulcan nerve pinch, etc., that she would have something that is isn't just a massage like whatever she's yeah. doing mm-hmm. is yeah. not just a massage that it yeah. actually is a vulcan technique that like you and i couldn't replicate right 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 yep but then tucker does it to her and it seems to have the same effect and yeah. she instructs him she's like hey you need to push right there but right 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 he doesn't have the the power. 
Yeah. Right. So, so, so how is he able to do it? So effectively? we are now digging. We are now digging into a conversation that I think. Oh man, how do I put this? More hardcore Star Trek fans probably discuss mm-hmm. and have discussed, or would will debate, or have debated about. Whether or not Vulcans have the, whether it's a it's an energy like an energy force that mm-hmm. is, you know, flowing through their fingers or whatever, um, because it's not it's one of those things that it's small but it's inconsistent, because we've seen other non-Vulcans do it, and you're like, okay, is it just their physical? Is it just a physical ability? Is it their some sort of um, auric, like an aura kind of power deal, or is it an actual like? I'm not gonna say like a force energy or like a like a lightning, like a Sith lightning kind of deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but is it you know? Yeah, I don't know because it 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 does get a little it does get inconsistent. We know Vulcans are stronger more physical it can endure things like that they live longer yeah they live longer etc etc um so it could just be like one little pinch to to us is you know like an alligator snapping its uh jaw Mm -hmm. together or something incredibly strong even though it it just looks like a pinch i don't know Well, okay. I mean, if you don't know, I mean, we're not going to figure yeah, it out I, right now. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. and and it's one of those things where I'm like, eh, I don't really. <laughs> That's where my fandom kind of like, okay, I don't need to be discussing this whether or not you know Vulcans have this, you know energy force or sith lightning or whatever the case i don't know i don't know right (laughs) i hear you um okay that's fair enough you know um it's probably one of those things where it's like uh, like the universal translator there probably isn't necessarily a a canon explanation yeah possibly it's, yeah it's, possibly. it's just it's just a truth without the exposition of what makes yeah. it true yeah yeah and 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 if anything explaining it if trying to give the exact answer would probably ruin it right i don't know yeah, that's just exactly my no, impression no, exactly. so far yeah exactly no exactly <laughs> You know, I, yeah. So, but I mean, we can watch for it. We can see. Maybe they, maybe they'll explain it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, and, and maybe they have, and I've just missed it. Um, like I say, I'm a fan. I'm not. You know. You know, as when I say when I talk about Star Wars, I'm like, you know, I get ridiculed for not knowing the trash can droid. Well, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, I don't... Uh... Yeah. I I don't understand that part when they're like, you don't know the trash can droid. That part is right. silly. Yeah. So. But. There's... There's uh, D- different types. Don't get me wrong. I... Yeah, go what? ahead. No, I was just saying no, there's different. T- there's different types of us. So, like, like I said, I'm the gripey. I'm a griper. Yeah. I've just realized this. <laughs> so I'm the like. I'm perpetually. When did you realize? When did you come to this conclusion? I was just trying to categorize the different types of of fans okay so like the one you're talking about the guy who's like oh you don't know the name of the trash can guy that's a gatekeeper oh there's okay also, okay there's oh, so also you've done like so it seems like you've done a little bit of digging into this i think what it is is that i spend so much time i spend all my time online talking to these people and people have a way of of gravitating towards certain roles. So there's always there's always an apologist is someone who's like so 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 I'm a I'm the the gripey one. There's apologists <laughs> and there's gatekeepers. Okay. And so 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 me and the apologists never get along because like to them the the um the the thing we're analyzing is infallible mm-hmm. and anything that it does is is explained away is is excusable um and they'll just like jump through every hoop they possibly can to justify whatever choice the creators made and to me i'm like we're allowed to be critical of sure sure some we can talk about the parts we love and talk about the, about yeah, the parts we don't love we, which you and i always yeah. do i think yeah. <laughs> prequels and sequels come to mind <laughs> yeah right which you know but gatekeeping is the worst because it's mm. it's just very self-serving it's like you know you just want to be the authority because that gives you the most power and then um it just takes away from everyone else's fun so right yeah interesting 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 so anyway so there's only three no no those are the three that i've defined in my head i feel like i feel like i need to do work to define more okay of them i just haven't quite figured out like the uh vocabulary okay to describe them all but it's just something i've been working on for a while okay it helps me it helps you identify like when you're talking to people if you can put, yep. put them into their respective role i see it helps you like like um because at the end of the day you want to try to get something out of it right and, right, you, right. and you know there's certain types of people who you're not going to get anything out of sure and so you, it's it's good to like recognize a lost cause when, when you see one so i got you yeah so anyway I would probably, you could probably put me in as a general appreciator. (laughs) Yeah. 
of the franchises. You're an aficionado. <laughs> I know the differences between, you know, Vulcans and Romulans, uh, Siths and Jedi, but beyond that... <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. I See, to me, it's all relative, though, because to me, you're like the supreme leader you're the expert like you don't no 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 no, no. you, you might pl- you might as well no. be gene roddenberry like no 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 and i and i say this about star wars too and i say this and this is actually um this is actually a, a life thing of mine that it's you know i'm never an expert and i'm always learning and and this is why and one of the reasons out of the many um that I have that I enjoy doing this with you um, is that we get to discuss it, th- these things and you know we have opinions and you know and I will and and you know we're both secure enough to say you know look I might be wrong but I think it's this um, and you know we can have a difference of opinions sequels for you prequels for me even Mm. though i don't think the prequels are you know i i don't think the prequels are like the greatest thing since you know loaf of bread but you know we can have those disagreements and those discussions and still respect each other's opinions and i can still you know learn from you about the (laughs) the sequels uh (laughs) Yeah. Or a try. Or vice versa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that's what makes, you know, that's what keeps, you know, fan is just the shortened version of fanatic, right? And mm-hmm. I'm just a fan and I'm always learning. So if I ever get criticized by my, our fellow, you know, fans or listeners by, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. The sequels are the best or you know, the Vulcans do have this energy life force that emits from their fingertips, and that's what causes them to, you know, the katra, the the nerve pinch, and this, you know, massage technique, or whatever the case might be. You know, okay. <laughs> All right, I missed it. <laughs> You're better than me. <laughs> no, that's good. That's healthy. But for me, I, I definitely would want to know the answer. I'm not going to go look it up. Uh, but if there is a canon explanation, that's generally accepted. Okay, yeah, uh, there could be, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd be curious to know for sure. Because then, then I'd want to gripe about, well, then why is Tucker able to do it to the Right, call? right, 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 <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But again, at the same time, I was going to say, and I'm, again, I'm not trying to defend it or anything. You know, he, it it could just be a nice massage for her and it's not as, you know, deep, you know, or as, you know. Mm-hmm. I hear you. However you want to say it. It's like probably like a, the difference between a professional massage and, you know, an amateur. Got it. Yeah, that's that's reasonable. All right, my man. Was there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, so you so you watched uh, Boba Fett episodes, the, the yes, latest episode. I did, and you have not. And I have not. What do you think? Just general thoughts. I'm not going to say a word. Man. 
It's not saying okay. Hard. okay, okay, okay. Right. Just text me after you've seen it. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying anything. Okay, all right. Fair enough. I thought I had him. I thought I had him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're a lot less sensitive to spoilers than I am. Like to me, okay, to okay. me, it's like an emotionally like like oh god still remember when somebody spoiled darth maul coming back in the solo movie and that was how long ago was that was five years ago like yeah i still you, remember that you, you were disappointed that wasn't even uh, okay listener these this is another disagree healthy disagreement that gabe and i have he you, you like solo right you thought it was a pretty good movie I I did yeah okay and yeah. I nah. <laughs> I I only have I have like maybe two gripes about that movie I didn't I didn't like how they didn't explain how he knows Wookie Wookie how he knows how to speak Wookie uh, oh okay yeah Solo because he because when I, he res when he rescues Chewie right he they start off. He starts going right right away and starts yeah. communicating right off the right up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I I just thought they should have established how he knew how to speak Wookie. Okay. Yep. Because this isn't Star Trek. There's not universal translator. You know? Right. 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 And, right. And we've seen, um, in in uh, the original trilogy that nobody speaks Wookie except for Han. So I just mm-hmm. I just needed them to like have one moment on his home planet where he's like, you know, I don't know, there was a Wookiee there who he used to converse with or some I don't know, just something. Okay, yeah. So I needed that, and then I just thought it was a little bit too um, complete with respect to like establishing the origin of things. Like they had to have the Kessel Run. They had to show how sure, sure, the, sure. the Millennium Falcon got its um, unique dialect. Like every single thing from the original had to have an origin sure, point. Sure, and it's just like sure, sure. you don't have to explain away everything except for sure. the Wookiee thing because that one doesn't make any sense. Okay. Other than, other than that, dude, I thought it had some. I thought it had a lot of charm. Okay. That, that okay. a lot of Star Wars, the new stuff, the, the that that charm that was in the original trilogy mm-hmm. is missing from all the rest of it in a in a lot of instances. Sure. And Solo had a lot of it. Okay so okay yeah that was the main thing the main reason i liked it okay okay yeah see the same thing when i when i saw rogue one that was for me it just clicked and it was like oh yeah this is what the original trilogy was Mm -hmm. yeah i can see that if only Tarkin hadn't looked so creepy, I'd have a lot of yeah, 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 movie. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure someone will come along in 20 years and redo that, and it'll be amazing. Oh man, 
That would be a dream come true. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, okay. Yeah, definitely text me after you see it. I will. Because we'll have stuff to talk about for sure. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I'm sure. Okay, buddy. All right, I think that's... Uh... Is that a wrap on the on extinction? I think so. Okay. Um, well, everyone, thanks for listening. And uh, until next time, live long and prosper. Thank you so much for listening. May the force be with you. See ya.